Well, you know, parents of any stage, doesn't matter whether you're like me, you've got kids just leaving high school and Scott sending them off to college already. I can't even believe that. Or you've got high school kids who are kind of, sort of, kind of independent, or at least they think they are, or you're in the midst of it right now. You've got elementary school kids or younger, and it's that time to get them transitioned into getting ready for school. Uh, you, you will have all of these parents of different stages telling you it could be the most stressful part of parenting. We've all been through it. And if, if you haven't yet, it's coming. Trust me on this one. Are there answers? Is there a way to create calm? And actually, get ready for this. Enjoy the process. Of course there's a way because every little bit helps, right? We're going to find something. Before we get into that, thanks for finding the Cool Dead Rules. My name is Bill Adams. Thanks for being here, finding the podcast, subscribing, all that good stuff, all over social media too as well. That's been great. I think I found the perfect person to talk to about this as well. Laura Lynn Knight is a parenting educator. She's an author. She's a former elementary school teacher as well. And she's got a book out called Break Free from Reactive Parenting is on its way, which we're going to talk about on the website here in a little bit soon. But first of all, man... In a stressful world, Laura, is there ever a better time to talk to you? I mean, am I wrong on that? I think most parents will tell you this is the most stressful part of the process. It is. This is a very stressful part of the process, and I'm honored to be on your show. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. And this is why I wanted to talk to you, because you've seen it as a former elementary school teacher. You've seen it from mm -hmm. the other side. You've also seen it from parents you've talked to and tried to talk through this process. You've seen it from all angles. Let's. You know what? We all know the stress. Well, that's like, that's been said a million and a half times. Let's get to the hopeful part. There is a way to find calm, isn't there? There is. And we do. We know the stress. I have a seven and a nine-year-old currently in my house. Oh, we started yeah. You're right. You're, you're right in on it. On Monday. So I'm in it. I'm <laughs> in that stress. I know what it's like. Uh, but here's the thing. I've been using these tools, the tools that I teach. I've been using them with my kids since they were little. Yep. And I will say the morning routines are going so much easier. And that's what they told me when I started doing this work. They said, you know, if you learn these tools mm. and as I went through my parenting certification courses and everything, it was like, if you learn these tools, the payoff will be great. You just have to put in a little bit of work, not too much, but yeah. a little bit. And I can really see the benefits. So I'm so excited to talk to you and your audience about, you know, what we can do in the morning. So it's not totally chaotic. I love that because there is hope for people because listen, I, I, I well, first of all, I'm going to start with this full disclosure. Really, my wife should be talking to you about this because as somebody that did <laughs> and is still doing morning radio, I mean, really, I skipped out on most of this stuff. The few times that I was totally in charge, like I'd have vacation days and she'd say, okay, it's your turn. You, you get them ready for school. I could see the madness and how stressful it is. You know, the situation, bus is coming. One kid can't find the shoes. The other one doesn't want to go to school. You know, it, it, it can be madness. What is the first step? Be. What's the first step in the key to finding that calm though? Is it preparation? It is. It is preparation. So the first step is sitting down before the school year starts or just as the school year is getting going. If you're already in it, you're not too late. Sitting down with your kids and saying, what do we need to do to get ready in the morning? Right. So we're going to create a plan. We're going to create a routine with our children. And so, you know, get out a poster board. If you have older children, let them type it on the computer. If you have really little ones, you know, you're going to take pictures so they can visually see because they can't read yet. Mm -hmm. So whatever the age, you make it right for, you know, where your kid's at. 
But ask them, what do we do to get ready in the morning? Most of them are going to say things like, well, we brush our teeth, we eat breakfast, we get dressed. That's great. That's going to go on my morning routine chart. (laughs) And then I'm going to add things to like, well, what about our clothes? Where are we going to keep those? Because let's put those out the night before. And it seems like there's always a missing shoe. I don't know if it it gets (laughs) hidden at night or what happens, but let's find that missing shoe. We're going to put it out next to our clothes. So you really create this routine with your child. So they are participating. It's not just another thing that they have to do, but this is their poster, their routine. There is a certain amount of buy-in from them, from them. And then we're going to use that as our morning guide. I could see that working too. And like you said, Laura, it's a little bit of work. You got to go through that. And also part of that work is on the Sunday night practice part. It's going to, you know, we already have the Sunday scaries happening. It's going to, part of that work is going to be getting the kids to understand those and make it easier in the morning. Have you found that, that like, I mean, one of the parenting lessons that I, I came away with and still do is that kids feel that stress too. They don't like to be stressed out either. They just, I think, see it in different ways or feel it. Is that part of the motivation process to say, look, we can actually have a good time tomorrow. It doesn't have to be a nightmare. Absolutely. You know, we know, and being an elementary school teacher, I saw it firsthand. You know, we know that children thrive in routine and that's not the same as rigidity. So it's always important to say that, like, we don't need to have a rigid home. It doesn't all have to be done perfectly. But when children know there's a routine in place, this is how I get ready in the morning. I know where my belongings are going to be. And actually, because the process moves quicker, if you have a child that's a little bit anxious or needs a little bit more attention and cuddle time in the morning or Mm -hmm. whatever they need, you're kind of building that in, right? We're going to get ready. We're going to get dressed. Everything's getting done in a more timely manner. And now we have a little bit, you know, even if it's just five minutes of playtime or hang time or just time to breathe, we're not yelling at our kids to get in the car. We're not yelling about our shoes. And so they're more successful when they go off to school. Okay. You just hit the the nail right on the head there. It's we've all done it. All of us have have resorted to just yelling. It's a pressure packed situation. It just is. Sometimes it just happens where, okay, the yelling happens. It's a, it's a heightened stressful situation to avoid, to catch yourself when that's happening. And they may be the ones yelling at you to deescalate the situation when that's in the moment. What's the best thing to do right then and there? So my whole book is, you know, break free from reactive parenting. And it's because that is a, such a common denominator that all parents feel. We all get to that point where we want to yell. We all get to that point where we want to overly bribe our child. It's just like we're desperately wanting to do something to change their behavior in that moment. And so, so much of my work with parents is let's regulate ourselves first. Mm. Because when I'm able to self-regulate and I'm not yelling and I don't reach that place, then my children aren't going to follow suit most of the time. And so I have a lot of tools, you know, that have worked really well for me. Again, it's a preparation thing. I sit down with myself and I make a chart. You can find one of the chart, a free chart that you can download on my website. But I sit down and I make a chart of what am I going to do the next time that I feel overwhelmed? Am I going to go over to the sink and run cold water on my hands? Mm -hmm. Because I know that when I'm overwhelmed, I'm in the lower part of my brain. My amygdala is there. It's my flight, fright, 
freeze response. I want to get back into my prefrontal cortex. And I know that by, you know, some mindfulness tools, running cold water on my hands, that's one technique I have where I'm going to get back into my rational thinking mind and I'm going to be able to self-regulate and then move forward with my kids. Another tool I'll share really quick that I love to use is I make a mental gratitude list in my mind Mm -hmm. about the child that is driving me crazy in that moment. (laughs) Uh, you know what? That's so, a that's a key. I found that way too late, but it's key. You're exactly it right because it'll center you and bring you back to why you're even going through this. Because you love them and they are awesome people. They're just they're just little maniacs sometimes. Yes, they are. And you know, it's like in that moment, I have to remember. I love this child so much, and it's more important than you know having to be right on time every day. Things are going to happen. Life's going to happen. But I want to continue to have that connection with my child so that we can be the family that you know I set out to be. That's why we had kids in the first place, to find joy and being parents. <laughs> my older brother told me, oh, yo, when I first got married, oh, you want the best birth control in the world? Watch us get ready in the morning routine. <laughs> It'll delay things for a while. But if you make it through that, you'll be fine. How about the, yeah. hey, let me ask you this, the right or wrong, Laura, when the kids are older, and I'm thinking maybe, maybe mid high school range, right around there, like pre-driving, but they're in high school, you got more options. Is it, a, is it an okay idea? I found that it actually worked. More of a kind of like a, a carrot and a stick kind of approach here. Not literally, but okay, there's, there's the bus here for you or, you know, walking's an option, but it's not going to be me driving you. You, you now are old enough to aware, be aware of all the options. Is that about an age appropriate level where you can start to introduce those kinds of things? I guess it's consequences. It is. It's consequences. But you know what? The beauty of that kind of consequences is it's a logical consequence. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense. It's clear. Hey, if you are not out the door in time and you don't make the bus, then it makes sense that you are going to walk to school. Right. That's an option. And and it's reasonable. Isn't that, that completely logical and reasonable? It is. It's completely logical. It's reasonable. It's very different than if you do not get out the door on time, you are not going to have dessert tonight, right? Because yeah. it's, it's so unrelated. Um, another example, let's say your child is not close enough to walk to school is if we are continually late to school, then you're missing your schoolwork. So on Saturday, we're going to do some makeup schoolwork. Mm. It's a logical yeah. consequence. Right. Who so wants to know, do that? You, nobody, you, nobody wants to do that. No. Nobody wants to do it. It's a nice, you know, it's motivating, but it's it's not a hurtful motivating factor. It's just kind of the way that the world works and that's okay. And these are the boundaries we have as parents and we can follow through and we still love you. Right, and we're right. going to help you set up your morning routine and we're rooting for you. So it's not a shameful response. And that's where it's really important. We're not trying to shame our children, but we can still have logical consequences and boundaries with them. What is the item or activity? And I think you probably know what, what's being planted in my brain right now. You probably know the answer already. What's the thing you should cut out of the morning routine to try to make it go easier? And this transmit transition may not be easy at all. What should you cut out? Absolutely. For, for all ages. Well, I'm I'm gonna guess that you're thinking screen time. There it is. Bingo. <laughs> there it is. Screen time. Right. The second most common power struggle beyond the morning routine. I maybe even the most common power struggle these days that I see with families. 
But uh, so again, it's we're setting up our rules. We're setting up our routines. What time do devices go away right. in the home at night? When do they get to be used again? We're not going to, in my family, we don't play video games. We're not texting or anything like that in the mornings. With that said, if my children are completely ready to go, they brush their teeth, they're dressed, they're are, there's time to spare. I am not opposed to putting on, you know, a morning cartoon or a little educational show. It doesn't bother me mm-hmm. and it's kind of fun for them. So I don't think it has to be all or nothing, but definitely I would discourage families from letting their child wake up in the morning, get on a screen, and then all of a sudden time is flying by and no one's dressed. And then there's the instant power struggle and the yelling. See, but I like that compromise you've come up with again because it's reasonable and I think it's attainable too because I've actually heard from parents in the past that said you know what honestly two kids they handle the screen time great and they're little I can handle one of them you know while they're doing this and the other one but if it gets to a point where you can't it's just you have to cut it out until everything is straightened out so I think that I think that's a completely reasonable expectation although there's probably people listening to us right now saying yeah right you try to deal with them without their screen time but that's part of the transition as well cutting yourself off that isn't it yeah it is it's part of the transition and you know I mean that's a whole we let's do a whole nother segment right. on screen time for sure <laughs> right. it's a whole chapter and break free from reactive parenting because it is, it's a huge problem. And we know that when children are on screens, they're getting a lot of dopamine in their brain, but it's an unhealthy form of dopamine. So there's good forms of dopamine and bad forms of dopamine. Unfortunately, screens are an unhealthy. So they're going to have withdrawal-like symptoms from their screens. And if we can understand that as adults, we can say, all right, I can sit with the tantrum. I can hold space as we make new rules in our home Mm -hmm. because I know that the long-term goal and benefits are going to outweigh the consequences that are happening right now. And I always try and look at the long-term goal because if I'm just in that very moment, I can feel so overwhelmed and bogged down. This is my takeaway. And this is, we wrap up here, Laura, this is my, my, the cool dad rule coming up with this after listening to you. And I, and I thank you so much because there is hope for this. I mean, this, it's a stressful situation. We can laugh all we want, but there are some parents that just dread the morning routine and dread school time and kids too, because of this, but with reasonable, uh, you know, actionable things you could do in planning and preparation and then following through as well you actually can find a little bit of peace. Even if you take just a couple of these pieces of advice and the ones that come that are in your uh, book coming up, Break Free from Reactive Parenting, even if you start with a little piece of that, it can lead to momentum to kind of, you know, roll on and gain some other ones, can't you? Absolutely. There's so much hope. And that's why I started doing the work that I did. Because sure. when I, I was an elementary school teacher, I really felt like I had the parenting thing in the bag. I knew a lot about raising children. Then I had my own two children and I was like, oh, this is much harder than I ever expected. It's a lot different, isn't it? I know. (laughs) It is. It's a lot different and I need tangible tools that I can implement now. And if you want free tools, head over to my website, lauralynnight.com, L-I-N-N for Lynn. And there's free tools that parents can start to use right now. That's awesome. And that's also, we're also, uh, I said the book is coming out. I'm excited about that. Well, can you pre-order through the website and Amazon? Where do we get it? Yeah. Pre-order through the website, Amazon, Target. It's out there. 
that's why you're so valuable. That's why you're you're needed, That especially at this point in time, Laura Lynn Knight, parenting educator. You're an author, a former elementary school teacher, you're a mom. You've hit it from all different sides. There can be peace in the morning routine. Thank you so much for the time. Again, it's lauralynnight.com. The Lynn part is L-I-N-N. Thanks so much. Like you said, we're going to have to do many multiple segments coming up here in the future, but good luck with your family as well, and thank you so much for the time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I told you we'd get some answers. That's what it's all about. Thanks for finding the Cool Dad Rules. My name is Bill Adams, and thanks for finding the podcast, subscribing, downloading, sharing, all that good stuff. All of, also, all over social media. Wherever you find the Cool Dad Rules, you're going to find us and reach out to me for anything you want to hear as well. Every little bit helps. And with all that said, I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>